This is Brain Diet, episode number 37. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. Hey, everybody, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. I am feeling so much love for you. And for some people, that might be a little bit strange. (laughs) But if people can hate people that they don't know, then I can love people that I don't know. And I love you, whether I know you or don't know you, if you're listening, I love you. And I want you to know that. So thank you for being here. Today, we are talking about your why, meaning the reason that you do anything that you do what it is that drives the action that you take. Now, it sounds pretty straightforward, but every time we do something, we have an underlying reason why. The reason that I brush my teeth every day is I don't want to get cavities. That's my reason why. Everything we do, there is something that drives it, a reason that drives it. The more we understand our reasoning, the more we understand our why the better we can learn to feel when we do the thing that we're doing. I'm going to give you some examples of this, but the reason that this is such a useful concept to understand is because the reason that you do things in your life will either energize you or deplete you. So if you can take this knowledge and utilize it, you can create more energy for yourself. And I'll explain why. So let's talk about some examples that will hopefully help illustrate what it is that I'm talking about as we uncover our reasons for doing things. The first example is, why is it that you would go to the gym? Would you go to the gym to burn off calories that you'd eaten or to punish yourself for something that you had eaten or otherwise done? Or do you go to the gym because you love your body? And because you're just trying to do something good for it, to help it, to give it a fighting chance. Now, I'm not saying that burning calories can't be your reason for going to the gym. If you have that reason and you like that reason, by all means, stick with it. But sometimes when that is our reason, wanting to burn off calories, it feels a little bit desperate. And it feels a little bit urgent and it feels a little bit punishing. And it doesn't feel fun. You have an agenda for yourself when you go to the gym with the purpose of solely burning calories. Whereas loving your body has no agenda. Like sometimes I wake up in the morning and I am feeling so sore or I'm feeling exhausted from a poor night's sleep or perhaps I haven't drunk enough water or maybe I didn't eat what I would have wanted to the day before, but I still go to the gym even if I don't feel super great. And sometimes I just end up stretching because that's what my body needs most. That's what's most useful sometimes for my body is just to go and to stretch or sit in the sauna or do something that is unrelated to burning calories. But having the reason of going because I love my body and because it's fun That type of energy keeps me going every day. That's why I'm able to get up and go every single morning is because it's coming from a place of love and abundance. 
not because I need to punish my body or because I have to meet a certain caloric deficit for the day. And I'll tell you what, if I don't like my reason for going to the gym, if it's a reason that feels terrible, then I don't go. Because it's not worth it to me to punish myself to feel terrible and do something that I don't want to do. It's only worth it if I have a reason that I like and a reason that energizes me and a reason that feels good. Another example is when you text someone. Now, this example comes from a coaching session that I had where this person had gotten a comment on her Facebook post from her brother-in-law that was racist. She had posted something on Facebook and this brother-in-law had commented and said something that was racist. And so she had texted him and had said, hey, we need to talk about this. I want to open up a conversation. And as we were coaching about it, she just wanted him to text back so badly. She wanted to essentially get a response out of him, whether it was a text back or having a conversation. She wanted him to do something. And that was the reason that she sent the text. The more that we talked about it, however, we realized we can't control other people. We can't control brother-in-law. We can't control whether or not he responds. And even if he does respond, he's probably not going to give us the response that we want. Or else he probably wouldn't have made that type of comment in the first place. Examining her reason why, that it was coming from this place of scarcity and trying to get something else out of someone... That was where we were able to shift things a little bit to work in her favor, where she still had sent that text, but we could get clear on a reason why that energized her, that felt good. And so the more that we discussed it, she realized that the reason she wanted to send that text is because she wanted to be the most authentic version of herself. She wanted to be a person that put education out into the world. She wanted to be a person that contributed to progress regardless of if other people did. So again, sending the text remained the same. That action remained the same. But when it came from a place of wanting to get a response, of wanting to change a person, it felt so terrible. As opposed to, I'm going to send this text and whether or not I get a response doesn't matter because this text sending (laughs) is just the most authentic version of me. The next example that I want to discuss is why you don't or do spend money. You might have an amount of money that comes in on, say, a monthly basis. How you spend that can either come from a place of we don't have enough, so we're not going to spend it, or we are choosing not to spend it. As you would take a monthly income You could say, okay, here's what we want to put this amount of money towards and say there's something on that list that you wanted but doesn't fit into that number. Instead of coming from a place of we don't have enough as your reason why you wouldn't spend extra money, it comes from a place of, oh, we're just choosing not to this month. Can you sense the difference there in scarcity versus abundance? It's a subtle shift and it makes all the difference. The next example that I want to give you is there was a person that was being coached and she lived in a foreign country. And because of this, she would order different supplies from the United States. And when she did this, she would always buy extra. 
she would always buy five shirts instead of just two because what if the two didn't fit then she'd have to have some insurance behind it to make sure that she would get a shirt in the end but what really was happening is she was feeling so scarce as she was making purchases so she could still make the purchase of buying five shirts but because she wanted to not because she needed to I'm buying five shirts because I want five shirts, not because I want two and then I'm trying to cover my butt by buying some extra just in case. Because when we do this, when we buy extra as a just in case, sometimes there's a scarcity there. Not always, but sometimes there is. And usually we can tell if that scarcity is there based on how we are feeling when we buy the thing. If it's coming from a place of it might not work out, so I need to account for that, that's going to feel very scarce. So once we got clear with this person, you can still buy five shirts, but buy it because you want to. It felt so much better, so much more abundant for her. The next example is why you choose to eat what you eat and to not eat what you don't eat. If you constantly come from a place of because I should, I hear this all the time, I should be good or I'm being good, versus choosing to eat something because you love it and because it's good for your body. Like when I make a plan for what I'm going to eat, I love that plan. I don't plan from the space of I should be eating this or this is what would make the most sense or this is the right thing to eat. I make a plan that I love and that fuels my body. I am so happy with what I've chosen to eat ahead of time that when there's extra stuff that comes my way that I didn't plan for, I don't need a break from my lifestyle because I'm planning a lifestyle that I love. Deciding what to eat from a place of what you should eat or what's the right thing to eat is never going to feel very good. And it's never going to last because, again, it's coming from this place of scarcity. With each of these examples, the whys behind it all feel different, even though the action coming from the why is the same. Again, why you're going to the gym, texting someone, spending money, buying extra, or choosing what you eat. All those actions could remain the same, but whatever is driving it can feel so differently based on what you choose to think. You get so much more energy from having a why that's abundant, having a why that you like, having a reason that feels good and that empowers you. Uncovering the why you do things requires awareness and it requires you to ask yourself, am I doing this out of not enoughness, out of scarcity, or out of abundance. The way that you do this is you check in with your body and see how you're feeling about something. When I check in with my body, if I notice urgency or tightness or if I'm in a rush, it's usually an indication that my why isn't what I want it to be. What that means is when I can clean up my reason for doing things, I avoid unnecessary urgency or tightness or feelings of being rushed and I replace them with confidence and ease and feeling relaxed. Now, there are some things in life that I want to feel urgent about. If there is a bleeding human, I want to feel urgent about that. But I don't want to feel urgent about getting in a workout. I want to get in workouts because I want to, not because I feel like I should or because I need to burn the calories. When we can get clear on our whys, it eliminates so much unnecessary pain. So before you muscle your way through something with pain and scarcity, Recognize that you can still take that same action, but simply changing your reason can completely change your experience. 
So make sure you are constantly checking in with your body and seeing how you feel when you are doing something. If there is urgency or tightness, or if you feel like you're in a rush, then that's totally an opportunity to check in and say, okay, what's my reason for doing this? And how can I cultivate a reason that is abundant as opposed to scarce and punishing? So that's your job. Check in with yourselves, examine your why, and make sure you like your whys for everything that you do. I love you all. I mean it. Have a great week.